Welcome back, lovely listeners, to the Crux of Investing in Finance podcast, a subsidiary of Investonomics Education. My name is Jay, and it's time for another fantastic learning opportunity. Before we're going to start today's show, it's worth mentioning that our Sunday podcasts are primarily video-based. If you'd like to get the full experience, please check out our Investonomics YouTube channel and follow along visually there. Make sure to be the first to access our content by following us on Instagram and Facebook at Investonomics Education. And if you'd like to read these episodes and their supplemental materials, check out the show notes for a link to our shared drive. We also want to emphasize that everything we mention in both our podcasts and YouTube videos are not financial advice. Always use your best judgment and make your own decisions when it comes to selecting investment opportunities. What we do on this show is we simply guide you along the path of personal financial education. Always do your own research when you're investing. Without further ado, thank you very much for tuning in. Now let's get to the show. Apple just announced a new savings account for holders of the Apple Card in the United States that offers users 4.15% APY, which stands for annual percentage yield, on every dollar the account with no minimum balance requirements, no fees, and no minimum deposits. This, if you haven't noticed already, is a huge step for the industry, which has historically offered 10 times less on savings accounts, often with high fees and deposit requirements. Apple said this is part of its movement to create an experience for the user that will create healthier financial lives for them. Let's explore what this savings account is for, how it works, and how you can benefit. Users that currently have an Apple Card, which is a credit card that Apple offers in the United States, it is currently not yet available in Canada or any other country for that matter, are able to use the daily cash they earn, which automatically deposits into the savings account and additionally transfer outside funds from another bank account to start earning on those balances. As it currently stands, purchases using Apple Card earn 1% in cash back on every single purchase, 2% when you purchase at Apple, and 3% for select merchants that Apple has chosen. Up until now, cashback rewards were stored on the Apple Cash Card, which will now change to being automatically stored in the new savings account if one is opened, unless your preferences are manually changed. The destination of the daily cash amount can be changed at any time, but in order to withdraw funds, the amount needs to be transferred to a proper checking account to be able to do so. The entire process and premise of the Apple Card relies on no fees, which includes withdrawing any amounts earned or deposited into the savings account. The Apple Card app has also been updated with the functionality to show the savings account growth and interest payments over time in a very visually appealing way, which will become useful once the savings account sees its official launch. An aspect that these savings accounts have is one that is becoming increasingly important with the banking crisis more recently. That is FDIC insurance. Since the Apple Card was created through Apple and their affiliate Goldman Sachs, 
All funds are held by Goldman, and as a result, all funds are also FDIC insured, as with any other financial institution. It's also worth noting that although the sky-high 4.15% APY interest rate is enticing for many people, it reflects the current federal funds rate, and Apple has stated that it is likely to fluctuate in the future to reflect any increases or decreases in that rate. So, for example, if interest rates in, for the Federal Reserve go down significantly, the Apple savings account will follow. Whereas many other financial institutions may offer a, quote, high-yield savings account for its users, they're typically subject to deposit requirements, a minimum balance requirement, or some kind of fees for that account. Apple is trying to eliminate the standard by becoming completely free in every way and with this new high savings rate as well. However, there are a few interesting quirks with the new savings account. Firstly, it's subject to a deposit maximum, meaning Apple will only pay this rate up to a balance of $250,000. Everything above this will be subject to a lower rate. Next, the savings accounts may only be linked to existing Apple Card credit card holders, and the card is required to be in good standing to open an account. Joint account holders are likely to have their own savings accounts for which their daily cashback is deposited into the, their use of the Apple Card, and the users must be 18 or older in order to open one. More specifically, to open an account, what you're going to need is to be an owner or co-owner of an Apple Card account, to be a resident of the United States with a physical address, a social security number or taxpayer ID. You need to set up two-factor authentication using your iOS device and have added the Apple Card to your iOS device in Apple Wallet. The move of Apple to join forces with Goldman Sachs back in 2019 was a strong indication of the shift for tech giants like Apple to partner with banks such as Goldman Sachs as they pivot more into the financial services space. Services such as Apple Wallet and Apple Pay are ways in which Apple is working towards becoming a competitor with some of the world's largest financial services firms in the industry, such as Visa and MasterCard. Overall, the announcement shows a movement towards no-fee banking, offering great savings rates that rivals some of the best investments out there something that will lead to an influx of money into the banking system. If this is a good or a bad thing is something we will just have to wait and see about. Thank you for sticking around until the very end of the podcast. As always, if you liked today's episode, please leave us a fair rating and share this content with one friend or family member. It helps the show grow and reach more like-minded people. If you have a moment, we'd love to hear some feedback from you. Leave any questions or comments on our YouTube video, or for you podcast listeners out there, send us an email at investonomicseducation at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, stay safe out there and have a wonderful day.